0: Swag Ashton,
1: bow, is that, is that So yeah, I'm I'm sure like everybody else, <laughs> we talking about this Cat Williams situation. It's up to 30 million views, over a million likes, and he tries to expose Hollywood because he's frustrated of it. Sounded like you know a Virgo to another Virgo. He's frustrated of people being fake in Hollywood and he's tired of, you know, how um some of his comedic um cohorts has been acting in Hollywood and I guess he just frustrated of the fakeness right about it. Uh, um did you see the whole two hour and forty five minutes?
0: I haven't seen a lot two hours and forty five minutes is a lot to ask for my time right now. <laughs> But um, I've seen a lot, and the, the curious thing about YouTube is even if you watch a uh, snippet here, snippet there, a little bit here, you're starting to get recommendations for a whole lot of stuff. So that took me down a rabbit hole in the past 48 hours mm. for a lot of other things, especially with the, I will say, evidence of the joke stealing and whatnot and adding some credence to some of the things he was saying about steve harvey and and i saw a clip of mark Curry talking about that maybe Mm -hmm. months ago Mm -hmm. so that wasn't new uh and then i saw there was another clip that's been going around from i believe it was cedric where he ripped off this joke from designing women (laughs) you know they're just and again i know they're creative license with a lot of things but it i find it very interesting and again i'm pretty sure this is always going on so this is this is probably nothing new with regards to people taking material and slightly reinterpreting it to to their. because even with the joke that uh the cadillac joke and the music joke i think it was cadillac and how cedric did a variation of that it was still you could tell he got where he got it from but cedric still tried to
1: make, make his, it own. his own yeah, yeah make it his own so to speak so but Um, i mean yeah yeah i mean i i mean it's one thing because it's one thing somebody just re-ramping a joke because people been doing that in hollywood for years they take something like like cinderella is not a disney classic you know disney got it from the origination of cinderella um which was just a children's story so yeah a lot of people re-ramp things but i think his frustration was more towards they was friends right you know like if you are a close friend to me and you taking a joke that i'm created of my own brain and yeah you re-ramped it and tweaked it a little bit but it still was my own, my joke you didn't ask me to can can i borrow this joke you just did it on your own and just changed it a little bit exactly which is why yeah. he feels frustrated and disrespected because it's like oh we friends you could have called me you know exactly that's-
0: Give some license, you know. Say, "Hey, I got this from so and so," but you know, I had a similar, you know, something. Give some credit. Shout out to my uncle, uh, my uncle Jeff, who is really my uncle. Uh, he <laughs> said Bernie spoke of it twenty-some uh, odd years ago. He's my my big little uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I don't go on all the time, but it. I I do. I can understand the frustration. Mm-hmm. I can understand being that sort of situation you craft something, you you develop these ideas, you go out there, and especially, I have no idea what it's like to be a comedian, but watching, you know, comedians over the years and seeing how they go on the road and test out material, some things work, some things don't, the the sort of amount of time that goes into writing and crafting jokes and testing on audiences before they actually perfect it to get the desired reaction and then to have somebody take it and, you know, then come up with their own stuff trying to figure out, okay, how can I tweak it to make it my own, to make it funny mm-hmm. in my style? Yeah, I can totally understand how anybody would be frustrated. If anybody took any of our works that we've done, creatively speaking, and we saw someone else, you know, take it and just kind of tweak it just a little bit, but it's still, in essence, the same thing, mm-hmm. yeah, you have everybody right to be pissed. And to see it constantly done and to arguably, I say arguably, these comedians, quote unquote, quote, become bigger than you. And I'm saying Kat isn't big, but there's, mm. I won't say bigger, but the sort of success they've had is very much more mainstream, at least the people he called
1: out. Right. Very much right. more mainstream.
0: Um, so to see that happen when you've seen them steal from not just you, from other comedians, I can, I. I totally understand the frustration i totally understand why he want to call some of those people out especially considering he was literally talking about things that they said on shannon's couch previous to him so it's Dang. not he just okay. like i the blue like no he addressed things that were said with shannon he's like oh no i'm here look all these things were said when they were here like they lied like this is what okay. happened this is what happened and, and, and again I've never been in that situation, mm. but I, just like what Rock Mark said, I can understand.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, the only reason why Cat Williams said something is because he said it himself. Y'all was on this couch that I'm sitting on right now and said some things about me that was bullshit lies. Right. I would have done the same thing. Like, you're not about to punk, tra- punk front me, like, whatever the saying is. In front of millions of people trying to say I did this, I did that, and then expecting me not to retaliate with my own facts and my own, my my side of the story of what happened. Yeah, it's, it's no different from people talking about you behind your back in your own neighborhood, and then when you, they, when you see it being put in your face, oh, hold up, that's not the story that I remember. Like, you're not about to lie on me, expect me just to sit here and be quiet about it, you know? So he had every right to go on that couch and speak whatever truth that he felt like speaking. And the gag is nobody is saying that he's lying. Does they responded to what he's saying, but no one's saying, oh, you lying, you doing this, you doing that. No, they sh- kind of confirming what he's saying, but putting it in more of their point of view. The thing is they, the he's telling the truth, but different people have the different perspective of what the actual truth was. And also, um, I think it was Ice Cube. He also came in and right. said his part and was like, I hired great comedians. You know, I just saw them p- funny and I hired them and they each had a strip of their own way. Every person had their different point of view of what went down. But I didn't pick these people for no other reason. But I thought they was funny. Right. You know, exactly. so it's just. Crazy the, the how, and then you don't see Steve Harvey saying anything. That's the only person that hasn't responded. Like, Steve Harvey is.
0: The, I would up. say the smartest thing anybody could have done was shut up. I, <coughs> I personally, if I was one of those people, mm-hmm. the, the, the one thing I've learned in my life, people can say what they want about you. Right. But you show people who you want and what you do by your actions. Mm-hmm. And respond things that you feel as though are, are lies. Let's Let's be frank. Nothing that Cat Williams said would have detracted from anything that's going on in those people's careers. Right. Kevin Hart got a new movie on Netflix again getting heavily promoted. I see it on the subway here in DC and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Harvey still got all his multitude of shows. Ricky Smiley still got his radio show. Nice. Ludicrous still got his what, all he's on all the commercials. He's still what the next Fast and Furious Ten Part Two, yeah. whatever it is is coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What he said is not gonna stop any of these people from eating. Yeah. so if i was them i would have never addressed it i would just say something to the fact of that's cat's opinion is entitled to his opinion i'm gonna live my life and do what i need to do to feed my family mm. that was it I, I i i learned in my life you, you don't address rumors you don't address uh when you when you again if they say that what cat saying lies you don't address lies. Mm -hmm. You you don't address those sort of rumors. You move about your life and you let your actions speak for you, not getting on Instagram and saying this and saying that. It's like, it's it's not, and maybe it's the bravado, like, oh, I got to retaliate. I got to say something. I got to like, look, the best way to, if you feel this person's a hater, which I'm sure in this case, they see Cat Williams is based on what he said. Mm -hmm. if, If that's the case, the best way to show your haters that you don't care is to succeed.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So I'm not. I don't waste my time, and i have in that position. If I'm making million dollars, I definitely ain't wasting my time with what anybody says about me. As long as those mm. checks keep coming in. Now, if they start in, if they if they impact my checks, then we got issue. Then we got right. money. As nice. long as those checks come in, as long as my mortgage getting paid for, as long as my family's being fed, I can mm. tell us what you say about me in that context. Now we we know. There are other things that can be said and that's a different context we can destroy careers because we, we've seen that happen recently you talked about with John the rape majors but in this case that's not going to destroy any of those people's careers mm. there are still people who line up to see them um, with regards to their stand-up shows with regards to their movies uh, so I personally I, I the way I've been taught you don't you don't address you don't address those sort of things you just move on with your life I keep mean, you,
1: don't dress, you don't dress petty haters you know you don't dress haters like like that's that's just yeah but to their defense they got millions and billions of people watching them on a regular basis and what Kat said was so impactful that millions of people started retweeting it re-quoting it making memes in an in instant this happened like 48 hours ago like was this Thursday or Friday this this video came out it's now Sunday. So it's just so much attention to it and these people still making their money probably going to events and movie premieres and stuff like that. So of course people want to ask them questions about what the fuck was going on with cat. Like you want to say something, you want to address something. So they do have to respond in some form of fashion. But the thing is they never say he lied. So it's like, yeah, respond, then move on. But I was more hoping y'all make jokes. Like, if y'all real comedians, like, Kat's trying to say y'all not real comedians. If you got to take creativity from other people, because he said even um Cedric writes, like, got a writer to write his own jokes. So Kat's more frustrated on y'all not authentic. And y'all trying to paint a picture of, oh, we the best. We the king of comedy. We the best people around. And we this and we that. And y'all not. Y'all stealing ideas from other people and it that's not fair. That y'all y'all pretending y'all, y'all to be something that you're not in front of the public view, which I can understand that part cuz I'd be pissed if I'm writing all these jokes and he's getting all the fame and glory of it, you know? That's why we had the writers' strike, right? Cuz the writers wasn't getting their recognition of right. all the hard work. You you is taking my ideas. You're just the face. I'm the product, though. So right. it's like, yeah, I can get Why Cat wanted to speak up and speak for the little people that have, can't speak up. It sounds to me like he was speaking up for people who couldn't speak up. You know, that's my, yeah,
0: that's my exactly. part of it. No, I feel you, and I can I can see that. I just I don't maybe it's just my mentality. Regardless, people can ask all they want. You don't need to address anything.
1: Mm. So you.
0: Life and, and just like I said, you can address it and then move on because well, no matter what they say, it's going to st- still linger. Right. The, there, there is no combating that, there is no squashing that because that is now has has a life of its own. So yeah. anything they say, you right, especially with some of the responses I've seen, it doesn't make the language better. Like it doesn't help their case. And that's more right. so why I of the mentality. You should have just said like a nice general public. get your PR person, do your statement you move on with your life and you let it go because let's be frank with some of them, I think the ludicrous thing will probably die down I think ludicrous is probably has more legs because he said something
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that, that goes into the Illuminati stuff, I mean, you know people have their opinions about that and, and whatnot, but I think with the Steve Harvey, the Cedric the Entertainer ones and just the, the comedian aspects of it those are things that have been said for years nothing is new in that regard with regards to joke stealing and whatnot so nothing is new and with those who in particular i don't think in my opinion especially the level that they're at that that would would mess them up now we saw what happened with amy schumer and then that got her caught up and her stature dimmed a little bit of course i never thought amy schumer was funny. So, the fact that she was stealing jokes from anybody's like, dude, you're not funny. But she was stealing jokes from people? Yeah, that, she got, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. out. Mm. I don't forget how long ago, but I don't follow her like that, but I did hear about that, and I know that has some professional repercussions for her um, at the time, but yeah, but neither one of those individuals specifically are at a point where I don't think it will hurt them
1: at all yeah they need a position now that no none of this cat williams situation is really going to affect any of these people's careers to be honest because i honestly all this is is just proven points that mm, it seemed like a lot of people was ignorant to. because a lot of people just in shock like oh my god i didn't know this information but like you said this information been out for years and it's been out for a while and it's all hearsay I just think Cat more more than just bluntly just put it out there. Yeah, this this is exactly what happened, and his Cat Williams fashion, and he's just pretty much putting out the rumors that's been going on for years and putting it on the forefront and just making it real live again. Right. But the, the ludicrous situation, with the Illuminati thing, it, it that's not even I don't even know what that even means. So Cat Williams is saying pretty much like. Once you get to a certain status in Hollywood, you get a light-skinned woman and you (laughs) get a contract that you keep working for 10 plus years over and over again, and you get a nice fancy house, you get a nice fancy car. This is what you get when you join the Illuminati, I I guess, the group of whatever in Hollywood is making these people rich and famous and wealthy and whatever. That's you signing your life away pretty much type of thing like you sign with the devil that made him, that's what it made it sound like he's like you yeah, signing your <laughs> life away for the devil um but yeah, people it, it's always weird to me every time a, a rich black man gets rich and famous, he's either with a white woman or a light-skinned woman it's It's always one or the other, and it it always was weird to me that, but it's just like I guess they feel like that status. Like, look at me, I made it, like, type of thing. And it's and it's always been weird to me. Mm-hmm. um. But when I heard Cat Williams say that part, I'm like, damn, the Illuminati, real? Like, dang. Now, Ludacris did respond to it in some way because he is making an album. Ludacris is trying to get back to the rap career. Yeah. And he responded in some way in a rap form. Um, Like, yeah, I've never been a part of the Illuminati. Well, you've been part of something, even if it's not the Illuminati per se. It's you are part of society. So, Illuminati is literally a society. Like if you seen Doctor Strange with um with um Wanda, that one um, they mentioned the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned yeah, yeah, they mentioned the Illuminati, and the Illuminati t- was just high hierarch- higher people um making all the rules and making sure everything runs a certain way that's pretty much what illuminati is so um so cavaline saying maybe you're not official illuminati maybe they don't call themselves that but you're still part of society of this high society that they are constructing your fame and riches and wealth they making sure that you are connected with these people. They make I don't know. I've, they making sure you get in front of a light skinned woman and tell you right. to marry him. Like so, it, it's it. Hollywood has always been holly weird. It's always been weird, and it's it's right. sad that he also mentioned how people are really selling their bodies, not even just their souls. They selling their bodies in order to get into these seats of fame and fortune, and and. It's just like cats. Like I my my butthole is a virgin, okay. If I made this money, best believe, it was not selling my booty. <laughs> not you selling my no Venus.
0: <laughs> is into. I I have never been one to subscribe to sort of secret societies and went on. However, mm. I do feel as though people in power want to stay in power and people in power gatekeep and they try to do things or they do things to see how loyal you're going to be and yeah. the whole again I don't know how, how true it is or not I mean we, we we've you know heard about Diddy Parties uh we've heard about um Brian Singer it's, and the parties he's had you he heard what
1: Harvey Weinstein what,
0: you but know, it, it, yeah, and it's the true. fact that things happened with him and it was kept hush hush for mm-hmm. decades. That mm-hmm. right there proves whether or not it's an orchestrated effort that Hollywood protects his, the entertainment in, um, industry, protects its secrets when there's money to be made. Once right. you stop that money, and we kind of saw that wh- Weinstein because Miramax and all them. A lot of their prestige stuff had gone; weren't making the money that it used to.
1: Mm.
0: Once he wasn't making that money anymore, y'all good, man. Y'all good with typos. Once he wasn't making that money anymore, again, I'm not conspiracy theorists, but that's when a lot of those stories come started to come out. It's like, Mm. like we're not protecting anymore, so we're going to open up the gates for all of the stories, all of the allegations, and in this case, some of them have been proven actual way and he's been prosecuting the court of law but all these things have come out it makes you wonder and even like i I bring back to to brian singer and how yeah he's fallen off in his stature but to my understanding there's been no sort of legal case if they had kind of been hush hush he made hollywood a lot of money with his directing the x-men movies usual suspects And there was all these underlying rumors of his parties and young boys and this and that. And then Mm. once that light gate opened, it was kind of the point where he wasn't making the sort of money he used to anymore. Mm. Uh, And you kind of see this with these sort of high profile people, especially with with that aspect of, of life. And again, I don't know how true things are or not, but I just know that I've always been a fan of Hollywood and, Hollywood Mystique, and so I, I see these things, I hear these things come out, and it always seems as though when someone's on the downside of things, that's when all the stories come out in the press. Um, so it's I find that very interesting, that that's what happens. So I I say, with that, that makes me think there is a concerted effort. Again, I don't know if there's a cabal. I don't know if there's an Illuminati. I don't know about that. But People in power want to stay in power. People in power protect right. their secrets. Right. And that's just, that's a fact of life, regardless of what industry you're in. And we've seen that, what is that? There's that, that um, Hulu show coming out, um, Capote, Capote versus the, I forget the Swans or whatever it is, about rich and powerful in New York back whenever and how he revealed all of their secrets because one of the wives just kept talking. Uh, so again, That's always been a fact when you have rich and powerful, those in power want to keep their power. And with some of them, they feel as though they can do anything because of their power. And so some of them do some very sick, by a lot of our standards, sick, twisted, depraved things because
1: they Mm can't. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's usually what happens. They think with the power they are unstoppable but that's what they tell us all the time right once you get rich your life gets better you can do whatever the fuck you want to do it's always the equal mindset when you getting what you want it's it's no different from a spoiled little brat once you get everything you want you think you could test the waters you think you could push the envelope you think you could do more and more and more and just throw money at it like oh fuck this like yeah, I destroyed like Pete Davidson literally crashed his car into a person's house. Like and you don't hear much about that. And cause he probably like, he didn't even get arrested. He probably just threw money at it and walked the fuck away. You crashed your fucking car, your Bugatti, whatever the fuck it was in my house, and you not arrested? Lord, what type of white money, rich money is that? Cause I need that. Like <laughs> so yeah, Hollywood is weird okay um kat williams said a lot of things that shocked a lot of people um but to me it was just like well i'm glad somebody's finally telling the truth like i'm just glad somebody is just putting it out there yeah hollywood's fucked up a lot of people are being taken advantage of and no no one is saying anything but cat felt like well now we in the years of people speaking up for themselves because mm-hmm. the whole writer strike went on for almost a year because those people was not backing down and the the executives and the the, the directors like oh they they poor they about to give up in a two weeks
0: right that right they
1: said that yeah yes and that shit lasted almost a year because it's like nah we ain't about to give up because i'm tired Of being put back in the same fucking seat. And not getting no respect or recognition. Like put out of all the writers. That you see in the credits. Why can't you put my name in it? You know why can't you put my name in bold? Because I'm the one that's. like I'm I'm still watching reruns of the Simpsons. I'm still watching reruns to this day. But I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 34 seasons.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah but I know. That Matt the. Matt Gordon, yeah. he, he's I doubt he's yeah. even working in the studio anymore. At this point he has writers and, and artists working for him. You know, but he's still the name of the bowl because he's the, a part of the creation of it. Sure. But give other people recognition. Just give other people like something. So your fat on liar is like the best thing I heard Cat Williams said because it's like, yo, and Cass says so many funny-ass shit. Like, he's naturally funny. He said he used to uh, study the greatest. And I'm just like, I'm just glad he didn't say Eddie Murphy. Like, I'm just... Because <laughs> I just want to hear Eddie Murphy, like, respond. Like, Eddie Murphy used to be, like, the god of funny. Like, Eddie Murphy is so boring now. It's like, dang, if he just said Eddie Murphy, I wonder if Eddie Murphy would respond in some way. <laughs> well, I,
0: I feel as though this i uh, obviously, I don't know Eddie Murphy. I've never met Eddie yeah. Murphy. However, I feel as though if something like that, if Cat would have said something about Eddie Murphy, that's the one, one person I know wouldn't let that slide, and I'd be eagerly waiting <laughs> for him to tell him a new little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one person I was like because I, I, Eddie's kind of on his resurgence, and he's he's doing it family friendly, but he's doing more edgy. I mean he, nothing's raw. Nothing is delirious yes. as far as what he's doing. Yes, but he's more adult there. Um, and then I'm yes. really looking forward to um, Beverly Hills Cop Four is coming out, and that looks that looks like a return to old Eddie. So in my mind, I'm thinking if he did say something about Eddie, Eddie would say all the MFs and everything.
1: Right back. Lord, and I so, because even with his new movie, I'm not enthusiastic with it. Because it just seemed like he's more family-oriented, whitewash type of thing. Like, yeah, Eddie, it's time to put the mother effing away and start being more family-friendly type of shit. It's like, please. I've
0: been doing that for 20 years, though. I mean, the Nutty Professors was, the, was that the first one? I think that really got him in a family-friendly territory. But yeah, the Nutty
1: Professor career. was a little raw. It was a little bit funny, you know. But but it's, it's still let me ask you yeah. this what is your opinion of these black men be putting in dresses because cab mentioned that of why y'all wearing dresses and like we don't do that you don't have to put on a dress to be funny what is your thoughts on that you
0: know i never really thought about it in that way because because i take it back to flip wilson and i forget the character he played geraldine or something like that and that was something i was supposed to as a child with the I mean, i'm not that old i mean i saw the reruns of the flip wilson show i wasn't actually born boy when it was on mm. but that wasn't something that i wasn't un, unaccustomed to uh and i can't say there was just black actors either There have been plenty of white comedians who have, have donned a dress as well so it's not just a, a black man thing which is that was if anything i was part of my issue uh with that part because it's not just a black man thing it was a a male comedian thing. And you have many instances of male comedians who have donned a dress for a female character uh, as part of whatever set they have. And I have never had an issue with that simply because I, as a student of, of, of the arts and, and particularly comedy, I'm not a comedian, but I've, I've watched a lot of comedians over the years. A lot mm. of comedians do one man shows. So they have to play all of the characters. Improvisation and improv puts you on the spot of being of being improvisational, whether it's male or female. So I never thought about it in the context of a sort of demeaning sort of fashion as the way Kat pointed out. Now, it could be. Mm. It very much well come mm. be behind the scenes. But as someone who is consuming the content and I am I am forty five years old. So for me, that is something to my earliest memories of, of comedy. Uh, Flip Wilson and him playing the character he played, and then that going forward there to nowadays, that's not unusual because I've seen many comedians do that. Um, and again, flip side, I've seen women play male characters, female comedians play male characters uh, a lot of times in stand up and improv. So I never thought about it. it was just a way of telling the story that they wanted to tell. Now in this case, you have characters. You know, he brought up Ricky Smiley who are playing a female character in an entire movie. Mm. Right? Uh, um I don't I don't he brought up um Kyle Perry. I don't put Tyler in this because there is a I see plays as different and that's something that's been done all the time as far as plays and a lot of what he's done has been translated from the plays that he created. And of course, with him, he created all of that. So no who else are you going to trust with your lead character more so than yourself? Mm-hmm. So it's not like anybody made him, quote unquote, do that. So that's why I don't even put him in that conversation. But with a Ricky Smiley, with, a, I'm trying to think of who else is who's played a, a female character in a movie, a comedy. I don't know, Ricky comes to mind just because you mentioned First Sunday night that's a movie that I've
1: actually Martin. seen.
0: Oh, my Martin Lewis, Big Mama's House. But again, there was context to Big Mama's house. Ricky Smiley was just a woman to be a woman. He wasn't a woman in (laughs) duty. He was an old lady. He literally played an old lady in the first Sunday. Martin, there was a context to that story. One of the most famous men playing a woman, Mrs. Doubtfire,
1: Robin Williams. Right. Right. But that's the only movie that I know was playing a woman on and off through the whole movie. I don't know any other I, and I was thinking about it today. Like, what other white comedian played a woman besides Robin Williams throughout the whole movie? I just don't know any. I mean, I mean, Tom Hanks on the
0: whole TV show where he and uh, Peter Skellern played women. Okay. Yeah, Buzz and Buddies, uh, 1982, NBC. They in order to say in a woman's high rise, they cost they dressed as their sisters mm. to live mm. there. The record was cheap, so you have many instances, and his name was Television. Uh, but you have many instances throughout, at least my lifetime, where you have prominent comedians, uh, prominent actors who have dressed as women because it served the plot. Um, and again, you have Dustin Hoffman, <clears throat> Tootsie, movie, movie where he played a woman right there. So okay, you you have a lot of examples in the because. I feel like Tootsie was 82 as well. It, look, I was like I was barely, barely not fucking on a bottle eighty two. I was what like four. I remember these things, don't ask me how. But I think like Tootsie was like eighty two or something like that. Okay. Okay. Would you put on a dress for a movie? Me personally no. But I'm mm-hmm. not an actor. I'm not I'm not a creative in, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um so I I just so I can't say I can say that I wouldn't, yeah. but I'm not in that space. Mm-hmm. I have not gone through all this training as far as being an actor. I'm also not a comedian either. So I am not, you know, telling stories, uh, making voices, trying to create characters from us. I'm not doing any of those creative things. I talk about fragrance and video games and yeah. wrestling. So that's my creative outlet. So none of that calls me for being a woman and, and right. I am I've done some voiceovers, but even the voiceovers and voice acting I've done is because I sound like this, mm. not because of me just being able to talk my voice to be a woman. So everything about me creatively is because of the man that I am. So I would mm. say honestly, no, and I don't think, not. I wouldn't think, I would never want to wear a dress personally. I don't want to know how that feels. And it's nothing. <laughs> it, it, it's not,
1: not pleasant. It's not a pleasant
0: feeling. I don't want to wear a dress. I, I like the confinement of pants. I couldn't think of what it's like to wear a skirt and just have everything free. Like No, I'm, oh I'm, I'm going. Uh, I
1: want to- no, okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, he also, also talked no about <laughs> <laughs> he also talked about toxic women. So, do you love toxic women? No. That- Okay. but he <laughs> but he explained to um shay shay shannon sharp um that he likes toxic women because they are exciting um and that that's bluntly honest like i tell people this all the time when i seen a post a couple of days ago and a man was like why do women like toxic men or the bad guys quote unquote like bad men they women always they always say women like bad guys and stuff and it's like, we don't like them, they just exciting, you know? It's not like we like them, they just more exciting, you know? And that's what I told them, like, women go for that kind of man, because they exciting, they they unpredictable, you never know what's going to happen.
0: just 45 and talks about there ain't no good men.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There ain't no good
0: men, I'm like, well, you dated toxic men just because they were good in bed, or you know they were exciting. They added some spice to your boring life. Mm.
1: You, they you don't do always present themselves at first to be a dick, and that's what I keep trying to tell people. Like no woman I don't disagree for a bad man. They present themselves as a good guy first. Then once they know they got you, then they start being the douchebag they really are. Only a person can pretend to be something for so right. long. Then they two right. colors come out and then they figure, oh well, I already got her in my clutches, so I can be as much as a douchebag as I want. She's not going anywhere. And nine times out of ten, he's right. But this is why women eventually leave because they don't always stay in it. They eventually leave once they, they were- get the 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 courage or the the premonition to be like, okay, I'm tired of him cheating on me. I'm tired of him. Still stealing my money. I'm tired of him doing this fucked up shit. Now I want a good man. And it's like, well now, girl, do the good men want you? <laughs> but my problem is it not my problem. This is one thing
0: I see those those conversations online. And and it's funny, I was I literally just sent a message to a friend of mine and I just said to him, I don't comprehend that. I don't I don't comprehend these conversations because that's that's not the life i live Mm. those aren't the women that i interact with i don't i literally said like of my from high school to college those people those men that are like are my closest friends that i would say my brothers who were in my wedding all but one excuse me all all of them are still living one since passed away but he was gay um but he still understood marriage and relationships and so on and so forth but all of them that are still alive, from third grade up until college, every single one of them are married still. Uh-huh. and the one who uh-huh. wasn't was still with his woman like 20 years, and mm. they've been a life together and they broke up something, but they have kids together. All the rest of them married and have at least been with their women at least a decade. Every single one that's good and so when i hear these conversations i'm like that's those aren't my friends like right. those aren't the men that i'm surrounded myself with for the for the that i've known through the course of my life and going back to the it's top, environmental,
1: the topic, it's, it's environmental based it really is because of course conversations yeah. is based off perspective person like different people's perspective and different people's personal experiences so when people say oh there's no good men out there or there's no good women out there it's as well i'm a good woman right like how can you say oh women are trash when you haven't have you met every single woman on this planet that's impossible yeah and what right. fpd do you got yeah, well. if you've been with every single woman on this damn planet like <laughs> so yeah it's it's all based on environmental base like and that's why i said before like a lot of people just hurt and they take their frustration out on everybody else. But I live
0: in Philly, and Philly people is just be a mess. Let me uh, let me. Uh, my, my man Brian said same thing with me, and then Brian's about your age group. Um, Brian Sapp, my man Brian Sapp. I do NLW checkpoint with him. maybe we talk about gaming. He says same thing. All of my close homeboys are married with two plus kids. Brian, where's the ring with her finger, man? We can <laughs> talk. That's the <scary. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mojo, what's going on, man? We just we talking about Cat Williams and all the mess, and we going into some, some other stuff. We about to close out real soon, but I will say this though, and it's you bring up about the toxic women thing. Mm. Cat says something about Kanye and Kim, which I, th- I it's funny because I am glad I was glad that somebody said something about it. How can I put it this way? I don't. I don't typically call women out their names and I'm not gonna say it here. But he talked about the reception that people people have of her because mm-hmm. of how we know her. And that mm-hmm. is a perception, regardless of all of her accolades that she has and business acumen. We all go back to you're only famous because of that. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Why you knew what you was marrying or what type of woman, yeah. woman you were marrying? She
1: never cheated on to the defense, okay? People can
0: it's not about Cheating. It, okay. it's, it's not about cheating. And, and this is the thing. It's it's not about I look at that it's not about cheating. It's about what sort of man or woman, because I use that word to describe men. One of my one of my friends that I said the one ain't married. That's how I used to describe him. Even my mom calls him that to his face. And he laughs because he knows. Mm-hmm. But my point is it's a mindset, and it defines who you are and how you operate. And that sort of person is not the sort of person that I would want to operate with in the context of a marriage and a relationship. Nothing against them. It's just that from a personal perspective, but if I'm looking to build that and that's how I see you or that's who you are and that mentality, that's not going to be long-term a good thing. And honestly, Mm -hmm. in her case, I plan to never get married again. This is the only one I'm doing, and she will have to bury me (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm burying her. That's the way I feel about it. However, if I'm looking at that person in particular, and I see, what Kanye was husband number four?
1: Yeah. Husband
0: number four, you ain't even, what, 35, 40? Yeah. That's the problem that's a problem and i say this for anybody i would look at that and say you do not have a comprehension of how to really operate in a marriage that's what i would say personally speaking. um and again this is someone who's been married for 16 years my 20 my 30 year old self may not have said the same thing but my 45 year old self that's what I say because of that experience and the ups and downs and, and and struggles and tragedies that have been faced in the course of the past 16, 17 years. Yeah, Somebody, but I mean, it's mean, a quick put time frame. Yeah, like that's. I see marriages in before you're forty. Like from what I think, the first one was like nineteen or whatever. So nineteen or thirty-five. You've been married four times. If
1: mm-hmm. that's what I know, it was at least three. That no, that, it was four. I think Kanye was the fourth. Yeah, Kanye was the fourth. Then, as,
0: if I was going to that situation at that age, it's one thing if I met you at 60. I could mm. okay, 60, 70, we, you know, we in a geriatric set, we about to be octogenarians. You've been married four times. Oh, they all dead. Okay, great. You outlived them all. Great. I feel you now, boy. Yeah. But in this case, if if I'm going to a situation, and I feel like this, this way too, if a woman in the same situation, if she's going into a situation with, with a man and you're like in your mid thirties and he's been married four times already,
1: why have you been married four times? Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I question people with four baby moms. What? Like I question people with four baby Maybe. mamas. It's like why you got four baby mamas? Like that's kind of weird. Like you talking to me, think I might be the fifth? Right. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I
0: I question those things, and I I think, and this is this is interesting. I, I said this earlier to my friend in the conversation. I said, I don't understand. Why is it that when people tell you who they are, not just verbally, they show you by your actions, you continue to go forward with what you want. And then you play the victim when it doesn't work out. And this is men and women. Mm. Even in Kanye's case, how things played out at first. Like, I felt for him. But she showed you who she was. We knew who she was. And again, we don't know her personally. We know her public persona. And right. there's nothing about her public persona that says that would not have happened that doesn't who she really is and again no disrespect i don't know her nor her family nothing but again we see how people operate and nothing about how things happened especially initially after divorce said that said that oh but
1: kanye a- wanted the trophy and he got the yep. trophy he wanted the he recognition did. of this is who i can marry and he was yep. the one that gave her a baby Was the first one out of the the four. Out of the three previous people. Gave her a baby and multiple children. So he just was like. Like most people are. Infatuated with the person's looks. And whatever status she had. And was just like. I can marry this. I can fuck this. I can be with that. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely putting a ring on it. Look Look at my wife. It's Kim Kardashian. The most beautiful porn star. In the whole fucking porn industry. Like crazy to yeah i wouldn't do it but whatever his effectuation with her in, in the first place but he's um the stories always came around like he always was in love with her yeah um but she was always with somebody around the time he always tried to ask her out until they just aligned one day when they both were single and actually she was engaged well <laughs> She was married to a football player or somebody, a basketball player, or something. She wasn't even engaged or married to him, going through a divorce right. around the time she got pregnant well, with Kanye West. Ham. Chris Humphreys,
0: I think, is his name. Yeah. yeah. So it's like,
1: yeah. yo, crazy, crazy. I don't like him at all. It's not. It's it's nothing against her personally, but she hustled through black people, and I just don't like that. Like, this woman is a billionaire off a of black penis, and, and, and it just annoys me. Because if a black woman did the exact same thing, we will be called out as a whore every single day. Not true. every once in a while, not in the blue moon. We'd be called a whore every single day, and we would be labeled that. And we wouldn't go, no, have no sort of sponsorships. We wouldn't have no commercials. We wouldn't have none of that because we just be the whore. You know, it's just, it's annoying to me. But,
0: yeah. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to cut this short. Oh, no. no, it's okay. <laughs> good. Gonna, I gotta go. But no, that's a great point though, and I, I would elaborate that more. Maybe i come back on your show and uh we can talk about that point a bit more because I have a lot to say about that one. Okay,
1: sure, cool. Sounds good. All
0: right, All right. thanks, Brian. Everybody. Right. Take Bye. Care.
1: See ya.